This is Reimagine Law, a podcast about legal education and careers to help students navigate their career choices. Welcome to our next skills episode here on Reimagine Law. So Fran, we're going to address the topic of reflection. It's probably not one that jumps into people's minds as something they should develop or even focus on. So is this important? Oh, Nigel, this is hugely important. And I've got to say, I think it is really overlooked sometimes by people starting out on their career. Um, It really is the essence of what turns surface learning into deep learning and starts you off on that journey, you know, of becoming what we always say, that lifelong learner. Um, And I think it's really important to understand that reflection means different things to different people. And that's okay. I mean, there are some, some writings on it that I'm sure we'll come to. Another thing just to highlight is that there are really two fundamental differences in two different types of reflection. You've got here reflection in action. So Mm. potentially, you know, you're giving a presentation and you're reading the audience, aren't receiving it a certain way. So you you adapt Mm. and you you refocus that agility piece that we were talking about in one of the other episodes um, on this skill set. But the other type of reflection is reflection on action, which is perhaps the one that most people would traditionally think of as reflection. So, you know, us looking back at the end of recording this episode and and thinking and digesting about how it went. So an after the event reflection. Mm. Yeah, and that takes me to the thought of feedback as well, Fran, and and the power of that, as you say. And so do you think it's a mix of almost reflecting yourself, but almost getting other perspectives as well? Oh, absolutely. Um, That idea of reflection in a community is so important. Um, And and there's some writing on this, actually, Nigel. Um, There's a philosopher from back in the 1940s called John Dewey, um, who I've got to say I'm a little bit obsessed with, so (laughs) forgive me while I talk about it. But, you know, he... There were four real key characteristics um, about his writings on reflection uh, that came out. One of them is that reflection is best done in the community. You know, um, you change the community you're in, but also that community changes you. You can have that peer-to-peer reflection and discussion. Others are there to, to assist you and to help you. And it really stops it becoming a process that's in your head. You know, reflection can otherwise be quite mm. self-absorbing and quite selfish. You know, it's just happening mm. and, and all-encompassing. So it helps you to ground what you're doing. Mm. Do you know, Fran, that's, that makes me think of something. that They always say, don't they? I was reading a book a few months ago. There was a really interesting book um, that came out all around. And part of it was all around the story we tell ourselves in terms of how we form our points of view. And I guess that one of the powers just makes me think, one of the powers of actually reflecting, as you say, as a group, as part of a community, for want of a better word, is perhaps you hear a slightly different story actually about, oh, well, actually, perhaps I come across like that, or perhaps I should think about that slightly differently, because it was great to hear Fran's point of view on that, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You know, perhaps challenges our assumptions a bit. Reflection is a process, you know, it's it's a doing word, it's a verb, you have to do something to yeah, it. Yeah. But it's also yeah. a set of attitudes, you know. Um, again, sorry to harp back to my good old friend, Dewey, um, <laughs> but you've got the wholeheartedness you've got to embrace from reflection and you've got to be direct with yourself. And let's be quite clear, you've got to be open-minded and ready to receive information that perhaps you didn't necessarily want to receive. Um, mm. There's a sort of readiness you need to come to reflection with, um, that, that, that helps you. It's not supposed to be an easy thing, you know? Yeah. This isn't sitting down and mulling over what's happened. There's a, there's a fixed process to how you do it. Um, and that might be different for each of us, but it still has to be that process. Do you know, I was just gonna to come to that, Frank, you know, for our listeners, thinking about how you do it. So let's go to the how a bit. I'll just give one example that comes to my mind, but then I'll flick it across to you. So one, I remember on one course, what we encourage people to do 
And these were very time poor people. There's no, sorry, phrase, um, people who were very busy and so didn't have much time to reflect. So how did they do their learning? So I was very keen to encourage them to do more reflection. And one little tip and trick we got them to do was this thing called, the, again, a phrase, journaling, which basically means writing down. So, but what they found was it was very helpful. These were very senior leaders, so very experienced people. But they said they got so much out of something so simple. They said every Friday, about three or four o'clock, they all put in their diaries five minutes just to actually jot down, okay, what went well this week? Or what did I try in that meeting? Or what did I try when I was doing that presentation? Or what did I try when I was doing that, that module that I was doing now? And actually they said, it's so triggered a series of thoughts saying, oh, okay, I tried that. Oh, do you know what? That's, that's, that's something I should try differently. And, you know, that's, I have to say, that's one thing that when I train to do as a coach, as you know, you know, I've trained as a, as a coach. One of the things you do after each session, it's part of your accreditation and your best practice, is you do a sort of reflective notes after each session. And it's really helpful to do that. So for me, Fran, just, just to get us going on the how, there's one thing there perhaps about jotting stuff down, but I'm sure you've got lots of other thoughts. Absolutely. Journaling is such a key one. And Nigel, if I may take your, your idea a step further, even um, the idea of double journaling um, is something that uh, um, a writer, yeah. Jenny Moon's commented on, actually, where you do your initial journaling and then you come back to it maybe a month, a week later, and then you reflect on what your initial reflections were. You know, you and I are both aware of a number of different sort of learning cycles, if you like, you know, models of how you might do reflection. But quite a lot of them start with that idea of you have an experience and that could be a, mm. a big thing like work experience. It could be making your dinner and you yeah. Yeah, tasting yeah, yeah. that dinner. Yeah. Um, and then you start to look at it and you start to have a spontaneous interpretation of you know, what are your initial thoughts. And this could be mm. where journaling in particular is very helpful. You know, write down all the words on a bit of paper that come to your mind when you're thinking about it. Then you start to process that experience and, and hypothesize it, if you like, you know, think about how you might put some logic or analysis into it and ask yourself why that, why every answer you come to, keep mm, going, mm, why? Mm. So you're getting deeper and deeper. Um, and then the real key part, the absolute essence of reflection is you've got to have a way to move forward with it. So you look at that. And then you, you think, how am I going to change moving forward? But then you yeah. go a step further and you actually practice that change. So you have yes. another experience. You do another work placement. You cook another dinner, whatever it might be that, that you're doing. You're right. I'm a, you and I discuss so often, you know, I'm a, such a massive fan of learning by doing. And, but that whole thing of actually stopping and thinking, what did I try? What went well? What didn't go so well? What can I learn from? Going back to another episode where we talked about the importance of uh, you know, of, of learning through things you're, things you're doing. It also strikes me, Fran, it takes me back to that thought of almost paying attention to things as well. Again, one of the things about coaching often, we often talk about and that is staying in the present with people. Actually learning to pay attention and really observe what's going on. You know, it's a great, it's a great thing to then reflect on afterwards. Well, what I really noticed was, Quacky, they seem to get really emotional at that point in the present. I wonder what triggered that. You know, and actually jotting that down afterwards and thinking, oh yeah, you know, they, you know, often, often you notice people, don't they? You know, they either get very excited about something, again, their body language, or they get perhaps they think, oh, I think they're embarrassed about that. But almost learning to notice and then reflecting on that perhaps is something quite helpful. Um, you know, um, Nigel, that makes me think of one of the exercises I am um, in a non-COVID world do with some of my students where we have a box of chocolates, you know. Uh, one way it's multiple different chocolates and we ask them to pick a chocolate look at it 
smell it, touch it, you know, poor things. <laughs> We're desperate to eat it. And then finally to eat it and at each stage, write down what they're thinking, what they're going through, um, what their process is to bring something that you just do so mindlessly into mm. the, the forefront of, of the present. And, you know, um, Dewey again says that reflection isn't just a haphazard mulling over, it's bringing it forward. Yeah, that's interesting, isn't it? As you say, so it goes, which really takes us back to your thought of almost there's a cycle here, almost there's, there should always be a next step. So almost, and what do I do with that? So as you say, it's not reflection for reflection's sake, but for everyone listening here thinking, what do I take from that? Or did you say like an experience? Oh, I try cooking a different dinner. Or I tried going to, you know, down to a, a different part of town. Or I tried, I tried mixing, meeting up with a couple of other different friends. I don't often meet, you know. But what does that experience? What's that experience like? In other words, what's the next step I'll, I'll try on the basis of that? Absolutely, and it could be, you know, just going back to the practical that the, that, that mm. our listeners could do here. You know, journaling is a great one if you have an experience. If you're doing work experience placement of any kind keep a really great diary of yeah. it because I promise you, you'll forget. And, you know, when you go to those job interviews and everyone says to you before, and have you prepared? And you sit there thinking, I don't know what it means to prepare for a job interview. You know, it means going back and having a look at those notes. Um, but also talking about things, the, the power of discussion yeah. with your peers yeah. and perhaps with people who aren't involved in the legal sector as well, um, who can challenge you and give, give new perspectives and then, and then ask you about that experience. I think that always enriches it, Fran, because then you've got breadth of perspective as well. So actually, if you can build into reflection points of view, as you say, from the community, I mean, you mentioned that word community near the beginning, the group, you know, but if you can extend your group almost, you know, be linked into another group, then that must be a good thing too. One last thing, um, but I really want to stress to, to listeners on reflection, I think, Nigel, if I may, is that this isn't a fad. This is not something that's going to no. come and go. This is not a buzzword. It is a fundamental core part of what makes us human. And yeah. if we can master reflection in our personal lives, it helps us in our professional lives and vice versa. You know, it's something that you will be doing. It's just about bringing it to the forefront and going a bit further in how you're doing it um, to get real value from the process. I think that's right. And frankly, in my experience, it, you know, ranging from things like helping you achieve the goals you set, reducing stress, you know, all the things it's, you know, because someone says, oh, how do I feel less stress? Well, actually doing things like reflection, actually stopping and thinking, having a replan, having a point of view from someone else. Always very useful. OK, well, I think that probably brings this episode to a conclusion. Thanks so much for listening and don't forget to reflect. Reflect.